0: Welcome back to the Outbreak Podcast, an outlet for discussing creativity and the great beyond. We also discuss everything from gaming to film to the dark corners of the internet. My name is William Key. I am your host on this wild ride. This last week has been a whirlwind of events that have happened. I'm going to give you a bit of life updates, uh, followed by the news afterwards. Because the last time I recorded the podcast, there was a plan in place for the baby and and everything that was going on in my life. That plan literally got flipped on its head. So what happened was uh, my wife went in for another follow-up appointment last Wednesday, uh, and it turned out that the baby weighed in at about 10 pounds. And so the hospital said, oh, hey, we're not waiting anymore. We need to get this baby out of you. So it was determined that we couldn't do a natural birth anymore. That was the plan. So we had to do an emergency C-section. That was scheduled for the Friday last week. Get there, Get prepped for the C section. She goes in. I go in afterwards after they've done all of their um, anesthetics and stuff like that. And the baby is delivered at four thirty-two p.m. on Friday. His name is Finnegan. This is my first child with me and my wife Sam. And ever since then, it'll be he'll be a week old tomorrow. Oh, it's been it's been crazy being a first time dad. I didn't know exactly what to expect. I knew there'd be diaper changes. I knew there'd be feedings. I just didn't really know how often babies get fed. Oh my goodness. In the first couple of weeks, they get fed like two every two to three hours. So my wife and I were getting home and she's trying to get into the habit of breastfeeding and we were getting little to no sleep. Postpartum anxiety and, and that all that creeps in. And I try to help as much as I can. I love doing feedings with my son. I love doing diaper changes. Uh, Diaper changes are kind of my thing, actually. Ah, But it gets better. It gets better and it gets a little easier. There's only a few things that babies require besides love and affection. Food being one of them, diaper changes being another, and sometimes comfort. So if a baby's crying, those tend to be the three things that you focus on. That's basically all for life updates. I'm currently off of work for the next couple of weeks uh, just to kind of get settled in and make sure everything is good with the baby. You know, it's the room right now. I'm recording it here in the house. It's absolute chaos. We got a, a new uh, bassinet. It's kind of taking up most of the room. Right. We had little room to begin with in our bedroom, but we have the bassinet uh, that's in here. Uh, the cha- I'm using the change table as my recording station right now. After this episode, I think I'm gonna be recording them all at work, as I mentioned on the last episode, just because I have a little more space uh, Sam and the baby are at home right now, so I'm basically doing a quick episode just to try to keep in line with consistency. That is basically all I have for updates. Why don't we get into the news? I haven't really been following the news all that much, so a lot of the stories that are here are f- probably from the last day or two. The big one I noticed today, actually, on my on my on uh, my travels, was the company IO Interactive have announced that they are making... A new James Bond game and we haven't seen a James Bond game in a long time. I think the last one was probably 007 Legends and that was like seven years ago. In this article I'm reading from the Sixth Access, Hitman developer IO Interactive have revealed their new game, Project 007. That's probably just the unofficial title of this game. Uh, IO has has teased that this will likely be an origin story for the world's most famous spy. It hasn't been announced for any platforms but it will be made for modern systems and platforms and is using IOI's in-house Glacier engine. So in other words, we can expect it for the next-gen consoles, or I guess in this case, their current-gen. So PlayStation 5, Xbox, S&S, and the PC. This is actually pretty exciting news. Now, if you don't know who IO Interactive are, they are working on the Hitman trilogy that started back in 2016. Uh, And Hitman 3 will be out in January, for the PlayStation 5, PS4, Xbox Series S and X, as well as Xbox One, PC, and Stadia. The Hitman games have uh, received universal acclaim. It'll be interesting to see how they take that concept and put it into a James Bond game. I used to love the James Bond games back on the N64 and the GameCube, including GoldenEye, Agent Under Fire, Nightfire, Everything or Nothing. Those are the ones that I played. Those are the ones I grew up on. So I'm very excited to see a spin on the new James Bond games. The next story it comes to us from Screen Rant. Apparently, there has been a major leak out of Capcom, and it seems to have spoiled the company's next four years of video games. We all know that Resident Evil Village has been announced as the landmark horror series' first next-gen title, as well as a sequel to, it is a sequel to Resident Evil 7. Earlier this month, Capcom was hit by a major ransomware attack, and this upset, the com- this upset had led the company to shut down its server entirely. Many of Capcom's upcoming titles have since been leaked to the masses, including the release date for Resident Evil Village. It is April 2021, so it'll be coming fairly soon. That is just the tip of the iceberg. According to Push Square, the hackers seem to have made off with some of Capcom's entire release schedule through 2024. The plans include even more entries in the Resident Evil series, including mysterious mysterious titles named Resident Evil Outrage, set to release in the fourth quarter of 2021, and Resident Evil Hank. In Q4 2024, there is also confirmation through this leak that a remake of Resident Evil 4 is going to be released in the fourth quarter of 2022. As well, there is other classics that are getting remakes, including Final Fight for Q2 2024 and Power Stone, which was an obscure 3D arena fighter from 1999. As well, several sequels are also in the works, including Dragon's Dogma 2 in the second quarter of 2022. Monster Hunter 6 in the second quarter of 2023, as well as Street Fighter 6 in the third quarter of 2022, with an ultra version coming in the fourth quarter of 2024. Leaks seem to happen all the time, but these leaks seem fairly legitimate. It is a release schedule for the next four years at Capcom, which is very upsetting because, you know, in a world where we like to get hyped for titles that we aren't expecting. Now it seems like we have so much foresight into what is coming down the pipe from Capcom. It's not a bad thing. I think that some of these games are very interesting. We were expecting that they're going to be making another Street Fighter. Dragon's Dogma was a bit of a one that was kind of like, it'll be interesting, it'll be exciting, and it was. I think it was a fun game for its time. And it actually pairs up well with the fact that there's a Netflix adaptation It seems like Resident Evil is at the forefront for these leaks, so we've got two games, Outrage and Hank, which I'm not entirely sure if they are major uh, AAA releases or if they're just side games, like something like Outbreak or Revelations. We'll see what happens. This leak is very unfortunate for the company, but, you know, this is something that it happens. Remember on one of my earlier podcasts, we showed a massive Nintendo leak, that revealed a lot of personal information and emails from people who were working on games like Super Mario 64. So that was something that was incredibly devastating for a lot of people working at that company. The final story I have to talk about today is about the Twitch streamer, XQC. It's kind of a surprise to hear that Twitch has suspended one of its largest content creators, XQC, who is well known in the world of Overwatch. Twitch Rivals is a popular event hosted by Twitch where content creators come together to compete in tournaments. These competitions are set for a variety of games like Among Us, Fall Guys, and League of Legends. There's a tactic known as stream sniping, which is when the player knows that another streamer is in their game and watches their live stream on another screen to gather information on them. It's basically the modern-day equivalent of looking at the second player when you're playing in local area multiplayer. It's not cool. Honestly, it's it's cheating. So Twitch rivals have officially announced that XQC's account has been temporarily suspended, as well as banned from future Twitch rival competitions for six months. He would also forfeit his prize money from the event. During the event called GlitchCon, XQC was caught stream sniping during a game of Fall Guys. This is a game that has seen a rise in popularity among other uh, massive multiplayer games such as Among Us and Phasmophobia. While, XQC, while fans of XQC are... Outraged by his ban, he responds respectfully and believes his ban was justified. In his tweet, he said, Stop defending my everywhere for no, for no reason. We got into the game with Dr. Lupo and Shroud's team. We shouldn't have done it and it was wrong. I'm sorry for my actions. I thought it would be funny. It did not change the outcome, but it was still malicious. Sorry. He owns it. He's not lying. He, know, he knows he's been caught. So I think what's best for him. And and this is interesting that he decided to say that he would stream snipe because it would be comical. I thought that that's kind of weird, and it's kind of a big risk for someone like him to take because he is one of the top Twitch streamers in the world. But, you know, the DMCA hammer does not care who gets banned at this rate. As you know, there's that all that controversy surrounding the, the cancellation of Dr. Disrespect and other major streamers getting some videos and clips removed from Twitch due to music copyrights. So, Twitch is really bringing the hammer down on everyone. It's not just the small streamers, they're going for the big ones too, which... It, it seems fair, right? I mean, it's one thing to pick on the little guy, but it also makes more sense to to go after people who, you know, maybe getting away with a little too much. I'm I'm not too familiar with how Twitch's DMCA rules are in place. And I don't think the streamers really are either. It's one of those things that just seems to be out of nowhere, especially for someone like Dr. Disrespect, who had basically was not expecting it, but it has likely been linked to some comments he made during that stream. Now, that's all I have for today in terms of news, so I thought maybe we'd get to a couple of shout-outs, because I don't think I did any shout-outs on the last episode. I've got one new podcast I'd like to shout-out, and I've got two more recurring ones that I've currently shouted out in the past. Let's get started. First off, we have Canadian True Crime, hosted by Christy Lee. She is an Australian woman who lives in Toronto and is hosting a podcast that specifically focuses on different crimes throughout Canada and it's deep dives into specific cases, murders, and different types of topics related to true crime. She's very well-versed in in her speaking, and each of the cases is very interesting. Pates Canada in a completely different light. Uh, Next up, I'm going to talk about Day One Patch Media again. These guys from Hamilton, who host a video game podcast. Probably one of the top video game podcasts I listen to, let's be real. And they have a lot of knowledge on computers, and building computers, and... all the the deep sort of tech side of of consoles. They talk about all the latest news and buzz in video games. So they're a a top podcast to look out for. Day One Patch Media, they're called. Finally, I'm gonna talk about the Mindless Morning Show. This is Nick and Josh. uh, And these guys are hosts that have never met each other in person. They live in different states and they work on a game together. I'm not gonna say what the game is because they'll probably tell you if you ever ask them. And they host a podcast together. And these guys are now branching off into having a new podcast that are specifically with guests. It's called Mindless Midnight Show. So you can find that all on the Mindless Morning Show. Follow them on Twitter, on Facebook, where and wherever you listen to your podcast. Let's bring ourselves to the end of the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You know that you can always uh, go over to my blog, wkey.wordpress.com, where I will occasionally post feature-length articles, news pieces, or general opinions on anything I find interesting. In fact, if you go over there now, you can find my latest opinion piece slash review on Mortal Engines, which is the 2018 film. Uh, I did a deep dive into that, uh, gave my opinions on that. It's worth a read. You can also follow me on social media facebook i am facebook.com backslash the outbreak podcast if you want to follow me over on twitter my personal twitter account is at will key feel free to also follow this podcast twitter which is at podcast outbreak be sure to drop a five-star review or a like now that i've got a kid in the world i need to i need to show him that i'm doing a great job and i want him to be proud of me we're also hosted on podbean.com but you can get this podcast anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast which i hope is this one. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Listen Notes, iHeartRadio. The list goes on and on and on. Thank you guys so much for listening and have yourself a great night.